0: If they made the TV show Mr. Ed today, how many dick jokes do you think would be in it?
1: Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts,
2: Matt, Luke and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy.
0: <laughs> Who's making it? Um, just a, I don't know, some trauma.
3: HBO. <laughs> okay. HBO well, okay. presents Mr. Ed. Jesus fucking Christ. Yep. <laughs> well, it'd all be dick jokes. Plus, Mr. Ed right. would be calling uh, that human guy a cocksucker every every yeah. other sentence. Yes. Yep. Yeah, Ian McShane as Mr. Ed. <laughs> oh, my
0: well, God. I, I was actually thinking it'd be HBO, but I'm just thinking, like, yeah, if it was made today, I think that it'd, be, it'd be a lot more inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Do you know how they got him to talk? Peanut butter? No. Everyone thinks it was peanut butter. What happened in the first ever episode, they actually tied um, fishing line around his lips. Jesus Christ. And actually just so every Wait. time it was his talk- So they just they started- p- pull. They literally How made you- a puppet out of him. Wait a minute. How do you tie fishing line around lips? By basically <laughs> sewing it into his lip Jesus. and then pulling on it. Okay. See, that's worse. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, it was a different time back then. I've also heard he was a zebra <laughs> and not a horse, but I don't know if that's true. I have also heard but that. What also happened, though, was they only had to do that for the first episode. Because after that, he was like, all right, all right, I'll fucking talk. Did
1: they just use no, the that's same close-up
0: every single time? No, what actually happened was the horse learnt very quickly that when this thing stops talking at me, moving its lips, I move my lips. Huh. They just trained it to do that by torturing it, pretty much. Yeah, well, I mean, while I'm not all for torturing a horse, it
3: is better- <laughs> than no, sewing it. its lips to a human marionette. You know what I mean? Yes. Sure. <laughs> Jesus, that's dark. Well, that's disturbing.
1: Yeah, I was, I was always told they put peanut butter in, on his I think gums. a lot of
0: people like to think that because it's a lot nicer than what actually happened. Yeah, peanut butter's delicious.
3: <laughs> Fishing lines, probably not. They could have at least Jesus. used dental floss because that's- uh, you Yeah, know, it goes in your mouth. Mint flavoured. Yeah. Flavored. yeah. Mm. But the horses mm. like mint? Oh, Look, I don't know, but not. can I just interject to say that, according to Snopes, Mr. Ed is definitely not a zebra. <laughs> 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 he, he was, in fact, a horse.
0: I didn't think go. it'd be a zebra, course, because that would seem course. like a lot harder to get than a horse. Wait, what? It'd be a lot harder to get a zebra than a horse, wouldn't it? Oh, I thought you said to get to the horse. Like zebra zebra's <laughs> have no. a force field or something. And I was, I was <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, gotcha. Yeah.
0: yeah I, don't, I don't know why that popped into my head, head this week. I was just I've been thinking about it a lot though. I'm thinking about Mr. Like, Ed too much. A lot. Yeah. No, fair enough. Like that's just one of those shows like you grew up with. That was always on the before kids, back in the day before we had YouTube and streaming, you had like three channels. <laughs> before there was it, YouTube yeah.
3: and streaming, all we had was Mr. Ed yep. on repeat. And-
0: You had Mr. Ed, Bewitched. Mm -hmm. um, I Dream of Jimmy. I Dream of Jimmy. Jimmy. It's true. When we grew up, they were the
3: shows that were on.
0: Yep. And, yeah, that's all you could really watch. And there's no, oh, just flick over to the other 100 channels. It's not, I'm watching Mr. Ed now. I was talking to someone the other day about how when I was
3: a kid, TV ended at a certain time each night and started again at a Uh, certain time each morning and they wouldn't believe me.
0: Really? I remember that. That was because- that was when we, I was quite young when that was still a thing. Yeah,
3: but I ABC remember, and like, SBS you, had it
0: for slightly longer than the other channels. Yeah, but if you actually, got, I was actually felt quite good. Like when I got to stay up and watch that happen, <laughs> I felt like pretty special. Like, look how
3: late I'm up. But I was so <laughs> frustrated when I would get up in the morning and run out to the TV and turn it on to watch cartoons, and all there was was that test pattern. And it's like, oh, oh man, I'm too early. early. But speaking of. People that are too young to know what things are. Um, Have all of you guys seen Stranger Things now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Should we do a bit of a spoiler warning in case people haven't finished yet? Well, look, I don't intend to necessarily spoil it, but uh, there is several scenes when a character is in a a photographic dark room. Yep. Right? Um. But kids—we've all been in one of them before. Kids don't know what that is, apparently, uh, because there's this huge thing on the internet of people going, "What's the significance of the red room? Why, (laughs) really? Why are they always lit with pure red when it?" And it's like
0: uh, because they're developing photographs. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, actually, yeah. a lot of people today... Where was the, actually, when was the last time I used film? I mean, we had a, we yeah, had a and even, dark room at school, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, We had uh, one at school. Yeah, I remember we going did. in there. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the average person wouldn't have used a dark room even when they were shooting on film. You'd take no. it to Kodak and you'd
3: get it developed. Yeah. But you'd
0: still know what it was back in back in the 80s and 90s. You would still be... Everyone knew what dark room was. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, I knew from films. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I just realised there's a game I was playing... Uh, I've forgotten the name of it,
3: but there, it was an adventure
1: game and there was a puzzle involving a, a dark room. And I feel like that was fairly intuitive for me. But now that you've said that, I'm <laughs> like, I wonder if, like, you know, you have to put the red light bulb in. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that'll make mm. sense. I imagine, yeah. w- like, if, if you, you didn't, didn't know, know, yeah, you'd be like, what the fuck is this puzzle?
3: Well, I, that's, that reminds me of, it's, uh, I think it's the second Monkey Island game. Where mm. unless you know that some places in the world call a spanner a monkey wrench, you have no oh, yeah. idea that you use a monkey to take a fucking nut off. <laughs>
0: it's just a Foo Fighters song, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they don't have
1: spanners here. They get made fun of every time I say spanner. Because no one right. knows what I'm So you get,
3: about. you get fun of the phrase spanner, but they, they mm. can say monkey wrench with a straight face. Well, they just say wrench.
1: They don't oh, even okay. say monkey. Yeah. It's a wrench. I'm like, no, no, no. That thing's a wrench. That's a spanner. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a difference a wrench, between wrench, a wrench and a they're spanner. They're different things. No, both
0: wrenches. Who knew? Huh. There you go. Efficient. Very. Or just makes it very hard when you're asking for a, a, someone to pass you the spanner. <laughs> yes. no, I, no, I have to pass the wrench. Sorry. Very hard. This is
3: the pudding yeah. all over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or tar when I say tar to people and they give me a phone Oh, call. yeah, I do that. I do tar all the time. The people at my work just know what it means now.
0: Yeah. I've never used tar. <laughs> well, you'll be all right then. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: you'll be fine. No, I use it yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. I always. I always- I say, oh, tar.
1: When someone- hand, Like, if I'm going to pick up my food and, like, I have to pay with my card, I have to sign the receipt because we're in America, we don't have pin numbers to sign mm-hmm. for things. And they hand me a pen and I go, tar. And then they,
3: they go, what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, ah, yeah. fuck. It. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I use tar a lot instead of writing thank you when I'm, like, texting. Or like in the office, we use Messenger to chat yeah. between the rooms, and, oh, just be like, and I just feel like and I'm sure for ages they thought that uh, that it was an abbreviation of something. Yeah, I just use cheese. tits and ass. Yeah, <laughs> TNA. and A. Shall we? Hey, hey
1: I, uh, I've been listening to a audiobook. It's quite mm. good, actually. Speaking of, want to- speaking of tits and ass, speaking of tits and ass, yeah, <laughs> I've Go listened on. to an audiobook. And uh, I learned an interesting fact, and I mean, and this is probably not going to be a surprise. You, you guys might already know this, but uh, this particular thing w- was was a, was a surprise to me. It was new knowledge. I'm going to read you something that was written in 1977, following okay. the unexpected success of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Okay, when George Lucas was uh, fleshing out the the world and explaining yeah. things, he he wrote a bunch of uh, in universe accounts of what had happened from characters and stuff like that that got distributed around. You know, That's and interesting. Uh, so this, is just two, this is just two sentences from one of these uh, little things that he wrote back in the 70s. It is said that certain creatures are born with a higher awareness of the force than humans. Their brains are different, they have more midi chlorians in their cells. No. Yes. Wow. He always had midi chlorians on the mind.
0: I find that hard to believe because he he hasn't come out and said that's always there. No one's pointed that out before. No,
3: but there is a lot of stuff that he had in those original drafts that just disappeared for 30 years and then just came back. I mean, Mace Windu was Mm. a main character in the original. And then he's just nothing. Mace Windy. Yeah, that's right. Well, Mm.
0: isn't also in one of the original drafts there was going to be no humans at all? I think the humans were going to be the bad
1: guys uh, was kind of his idea. At one point. Oh, I think so it's going to be Avatar. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got some Avatar news coming up. Yeah, uh, the audiobook I'm listening to is, uh, it's, it's Star Wars one, obviously. It's, I think, How Star Wars Conquered the Universe.
0: Okay. That's uh, great.
1: So I'm that going to check that out because that sounds
3: very interesting.
0: It yeah, is very well, I might very
1: try myself. It goes all the way back to little Georgie Lucas as a child and, uh, and follows all the way through, through uh, THX. And uh, his friendship with Francis Ford
3: Coppola and all that. And, uh, and then up to Star Wars. Hmm. And he actually uses the word midi-chlorian. Yeah. So it's 30 years later when he was writing episode one, he was like, I've got notes on this somewhere. Yeah. He, well, he had,
1: he had mountains and mountains of notes, apparently. He used to carry, and I mean, this is, when you listen to it, you'll, you'll hear this, but a lot of the names and stuff like that, do you know where R2-D2 comes from? No. No, a little ahead. anecdotes in there as well. So, when they were shooting American graffiti, uh, they would refer to uh, reels, you know, like dialogue reels, Mm -hmm. uh, as R something, D something. And then one day somebody called out, I need R2, D2. And George was like, Yeah, it sounds like a robot's name. And then he, (laughs) I remember that. He (laughs) had a little notepad that he was, little notebook he was writing stuff down in constantly. And he made a little note.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And one day someone was, uh, was chewing gum and they said, I need to chew back.
2: Uh.
1: <laughs> well, no, Chewie apparently was always a character in Star Wars. But it was. But there were, and then at one point there were two independent characters, Chewie and Chewbacca. And then <laughs> at some point he went, hang on a minute. <laughs> That's going to be really confusing. Yeah. So, yes, I just thought I'd mention that because I was like, oh, shit. Okay, yeah. There it's you not- go. He didn't pull out of his ass. It was always how he thought. Oh, yeah, and the Clone Wars were always off limits when, when he licensed stuff out. He, ne- he would never let the third party, you know, like the, the books and all that kind the of novels, stuff. The novels, yeah. Yeah. The, all, all the third party stuff, licensed stuff, the Clone Wars were off limits. He always intended to do it.
3: Oh, really? So he was always like, no one's allowed to create.
1: Yes. There were, there were apparently maybe even other things that, that were not allowed to be licensed out, you weren't allowed to write about certain things, and the Clone mm. Wars was one of them.
0: Yeah, because I remember, even um, though, when he even taken a step back from Star Wars was the extended universe and stuff, there were still some things which you would step in, no, you can't do this. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. one story arc in the books where it was going to be Hans uh, Leia's kid, uh, Anakin. Mm. He was going to become bad, and he's gone, no, that'll be confusing for your audience. So they had to chase it over to Jason being the evil one. Hmm. Jason. <laughs> Jason and Gina. Yeah. Solo. Right.
3: Bob. Bob Solo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. G'day, I'm Jay Solo. Yeah, I'm Dazza. here on my own. What? There's a Skywazzer. That's me. Speaking of uh, <laughs> Star Wars novels, although not, yes. but sort of, did you guys know that Alan Dean Foster has written an Alien Covenant prequel novel? I didn't. No, I didn't know that. Neither. I didn't did I. know he was still writing. No, I didn't know he was still alive, mate. But <laughs> no, there's also that. <laughs> He's an amazing writer. I love his books. But you know how we always say we wanted Alien Covenant to be the sequel to Prometheus? Mm-hmm. And instead, yeah. it was kind of one removed. Well, right. Alan Dean Foster right. has written that book. Interesting. It's called yeah, Alien, Alien Covenant Origins. Because, uh, you know, sake, why man. get creative with it? But um, yeah. I'm pretty keen to check that out.
1: Yeah. Also, there's a, uh, the William Gibson Alien 3 script got a- uh, I think uh-huh. I might have talked about this already. Got a dramatisation on Audible, uh, which is oh, oh, yes, that
0: now as well. Oh, okay. It's out now? I will yes. right. check that out. I need to get that. I have lots of credits with Audible, <laughs> so.
3: Yeah. Well, they expire, they Luke, so them. make sure. Yeah. It's gonna say. <laughs> what?
0: They do?
1: Yeah. You can only keep them for- I'm first. paying for them. No, they, they expire after a period. You're not paying That's... for them. You're paying for a subscription. And they give you
3: credits. That's ridiculous.
0: Right. Buy books, right. I didn't know that.
3: Harriet buy books. books. We've got lots of credits. While we're on Star Wars news, <laughs> um, mm. I, I saw something today that I thought was interesting. Well, I, I say I saw. I, I saw this on Reddit, right? Um, yes. But somebody, some Redditor- Um, had found this flyer stuck up somewhere in the public. Um, And it's a flyer that's uh, the heading is Star Wars Episode 666, Satan's (laughs) Propaganda. So, um, Matt, while you were learning about Star Wars facts this week, I was also learning some Star Wars facts. So would you like me to to read? Uh, You may not have known. uh, You might know some of this, but not all of it. I definitely want you to tell me. Okay, here we go. So, this is Star Wars Episode 666, sentence propaganda. Mm-hmm. A long time ago, in a galaxy. No, sorry, I've already. I'm off to a rocky start. A long time <laughs> ago, in a movie theater far away, movie fans watched Obi Wan Kenobi explain the Force. Far mm. from harmless fantasy, this was a satanic attempt to indoctrinate fans <laughs> with a pagan New Age pantheism. The idea what? of the Forced stemmed from Zen Buddhism. And wicker Witches have long taught that the deity is a combination of good and evil, as the force's good side and dark side, not incredibly accurate, to say use the force is to say use witchcraft. Chronicles 2.33-6. <laughs> to six, And he used enchantments and witchcraft and dealt with a familiar spirit and with wizards he wrought much evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, guys, we've been, uh, we've been indoctrinated. That's, that's bizarre.
1: Uh, I actually, I guess I always suspected George was, you know, on the take from, mm. uh, from a, the Dark Lord, Satan. But yeah, I mean, that, it explains why Darth Vader is so cool as well. Yeah, I guess it does.
3: And <laughs> uh, Maybe that's the test. They like make you watch Star Wars and they're like, what's the coolest character? And you're like, Darth yeah. Vader. And they're like, yep, yeah, you're a Satanist. Oh, it's Kylo Ren, obviously. Yeah. Quill or Ren.
1: He's just got it so together.
3: Yeah. I just like that big it's weird t- fish dinosaur that got green milk sucked out of its tits. <laughs> <laughs> that's Luke Skywalker's familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Very familiar.
1: <laughs> uh, that's interesting. I, uh, I mean, look, yeah, there is a lot of Eastern- Philosophy. Yeah, oh, it's it Buddhism, certainly is. Buddhism, so, Buddhism
3: is a Satanist now? Is that uh, what to believe? I, th- I think if you're a, you know, fundamentalist Pentecostal, you probably think that everyone who's not yeah. a fundamentalist Pentecostal
0: is a Satanist. Yeah, you can twist anything into mean whatever you yeah. want. There you go. Well, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Hell, Satan.
1: Watch Star Wars.
3: There you go. May the force be with you. Wink. <gasps> So we teased at some Avatar news, Matt. Yes. Uh, why don't you let us know what's going on in the world of James Cameron?
1: Well, we've we discussed uh, recently that Endgame, Avengers Endgame, was headed for uh, Avatar on the on the what do you call it the uh,
0: the made up list of who's owned the, the box office the,
1: the box office, yeah. Yep. And uh, and apparently this week they have surpassed them, which it's all. It's kind of a bit weird, right? Because they're all on the list, even though inflation
0: happens, right? Mm. This is one thing that I've always said. I wish they wouldn't put the price. I wish they'd actually put, like, number of tickets sold. Yeah, because- Because they're very different things. Right. So,
1: uh, obviously, the new movies are always going to eclipse the old ones, but maybe that's the point. It makes it interesting. It's almost marketing in
3: a way. If if it's pure numbers, there's- Twice as many people now as there was 10 years ago. Well, actually, you know what? Don't fact
0: check my maths on that one. (laughs) There's there's not double, but there is definitely more. Yes. Well- Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those weird things. But I want to know, because Avatar came out quite some time ago. Are they maybe going to do a re-release of that just before the sequels come out and then sort of take take it back? It's possible.
1: I don't know if if you can do that. You you might be able to. I'm not sure what the rules around the box office are.
0: Well, they just make them up. Like, mm. Avengers just went, oh, we're releasing adding extra stuff. Yes. And this counts as the original. Well, I think that's because they put it at the end, so right? So they
1: didn't change the movie. They just put, oh, there's a little bonus at the end. It's like if they said, oh, we've got new cups for you to drink you drink out of. Come and see the movie again. <laughs> People go, oh, I need cups. Yeah, I don't
0: know. I, I, think, it's, I think it's- I don't think it's right. <laughs> You're upset about it.
1: Yes. So you don't think- that Avengers Endgame has earned its spot at the top of the charts.
0: Well, no, because they actually had to re-release
3: mm. it. But how many releases did Avatar get to to achieve its box office numbers? More than one, right? Oh, Christmas re-release cuz 3D,
0: 2D, IMAX. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the, you, the, the 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 3D and all that stuff, that was all at the same time. So that mm. you can I don't that's not different. That's that's all the same release, but I don't know. But I think, yeah, I honestly think, like, Avatar was a long time ago. I can actually see them re-releasing this probably six months before the sequel comes out. Yes. I tried oh, that- to re-watch it. I tried.
3: It's Avatar. awful. Avatar. Yeah. It's fucking awful. It's fucking awful.
0: I think that I've been saying for a long time, this, the first sequel is going to come out, it's going to do terribly, and they're going to go, oh, my God, what have we done? We've already filmed it. <laughs> yeah, <yet."> I know.
3: <laughs> Look, I will see a sequel. I-, I will go and watch a sequel, one, and I will mm. see what it's like.
0: Well, I'm interested to see where they sort of try and take the story, especially when they've got, what, is it three more movies? I think it's four. There's going to be yeah, four in five total?
1: in total. Yeah, I think there's four. Or well, five in total. total. It's worse than that. I'm just thinking about it now. I'm like, how did Avatar become the highest grossing film of all time?
3: Like, uh, It must have how? something to do with the state of the art 3D. And don't yeah. forget, that's, this was this really was what it was. Right at the start when 3D was coming back, and mm-hmm. we all thought it was the first time it was done, like, yeah. well. And thank God no one does it anymore. Well or <laughs> I'm otherwise. i sick of it.
0: Yeah. No, no, 3- 3D's still a big thing. Is it? Yeah. I mean, you can certainly
1: go see 3D films here, but I don't. Mm. You, but I no. could if I wanted to, but I don't.
0: I, only place, I'm not sure if I've just been subconsciously avoiding it or whether it's not a thing here. I know I've been, I don't see it as much, but that's because I go out of my way to avoid it. Mm-hmm. But the only times I've seen 3D in like the last, I don't know, two, three years was actually just seeing Star Wars and Guardians of the Galaxy 2 at the 4D experience.
3: Yeah, that 4D experience that when you and I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was the only time I was even remotely interested in even the third dimension,
0: let alone the fourth, which is, which is really, like, I actually quite like the seats moving, the smell all that. I actually just want to do that without the 3D, though. Yeah, but I think that fucking, fucking
3: breadth and height are the first two dimensions. It's not a fourth. Right? <laughs> yeah, just- right. These aren't extra ones. You can't count that Wait, moving towards made, the screen. They made it smell when you were watching yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, what did it smell yeah, like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, everything just smelled, it was supposed to smell like individual things. So there was a, a toast yeah, came up at one point and
0: you were supposed to smell toast, but, <laughs> just a piece of but toast. it also just, it also just all mixes together. Yeah. Like it's still, Wait, but basically remember I don't, where the toast is in Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. I feel like
1: now you're remembering a moment that I've just skipped over in my mind. Like <laughs> yeah, was it an was an just iconic,
3: really visceral. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, the iconic toast scene. From Mate, if you, you could the smell the toast, you'd remember it. <laughs> yeah, I probably would. No, the toast, there's also oh, like, there was definitely toast, Luke, right? But that might have that been in a promo for, for it. might have been in a promo thing, on but there's it. also,
0: <laughs> I remember there was also like- oh, the trailers like, had
3: smell-o-vision. You
0: get sprayed with water. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> It
3: sounds like a nightmare. Like,
0: it's actually, it does actually make it sort of interesting to go interesting, and see. It was
3: yeah. It was like The Simpsons ride right at Universal. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's so a, not quite as
1: violent. Fuck, it baffles me that that ride doesn't move. Like, I mean, it moves, but it doesn't move on a roller coaster. It just, just moves yeah. up and down and side to uh-huh. side. But it, oh, it I feels was moved. like you are. I was moved. Yeah. I moved to <laughs> tears. Like, it really yeah. feels like you're flying through the air at some points.
0: Yeah. you not.
3: So, look, Avatar, no one's asking for these sequels. Everyone went and saw Avatar and it made a billion gazillion dollars and then everyone kind of yep. went, yeah, but I didn't really like it. So mm, I don't no. really see how, I mean, I understand but how you can go to the bank and say, give me X amount of money to make an Avatar movie based on how much this one <laughs> made. Yes. yes. Okay, sure, here's your money. But do they really think we're going to have four movies? I mean, I watched, I watched one of the Resident Evil sequels. Uh, the oh, other day God. because they're still mm. making them, apparently. And yeah. um, fuck me, they're poor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they they, they I, are not the even first trying anymore. Th-
0: the first movie is great. And then I've watched a couple of hours and I go, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Mm. I watched, I think, the, the fifth one or
3: something recently. <laughs> and uh, fucking hell. If There's a,
1: I don't know if it's a best of the worst episode, but there's a, there's a Red Letter Media video where they're watching- and it's, it's basically just like watching Resident Evil, but with Rich Evans as a laugh track. And it kind of makes it, it makes it better. <laughs> I would watch opinion. that.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But although, like, there's nothing really coming out at the movies that I want to see in, like, the next six months. I've got, uh, that- I've got
3: some high hopes for Quentin Tarantino's new oh, film. Oh, yeah. It comes out uh, only in a week or two. Other than that, though, I, I agree. Mm. Not, a, not a whole lot. I wanted to go to the movies
0: this weekend. Fuck all. Yeah. Fuck all playing. And, and that's, why, that's why I was seeing that because, yeah, I was thinking about going as well and it's all like I, I've seen Spider-Man and that's all I want to see. John Wick 3 is not still out. It's a good movie.
3: Oh, i got to catch up on I haven't watched two. the first two yet. I watched, the first one's good. The second one's I, I've literally twice started to try and watch it. The second one, we, we, re, we actually rewatched the
1: first two and then went and saw the third one. And, the f- yeah, the first one- In, ca- in case you couldn't ansel. keep that complex plot in your head. No, it was just- I mean, I still like two. No, nah, I'm making fun of I like fun. both of them. <laughs> well, the, the first one was fucking amazing. Uh, the second one, not as good. Still has some good stuff in there, but not as good. And I feel like the third one's kind of in between. Okay. Like it's better than two, but it's not as good as one. Because one. The, the whole thing kind of changes after the first one. Like, the first one's mm-hmm. more personal, and then the second one goes off on, you know, like, the lore of the world and the like. It gets very complicated. Uh-huh. Not complicated, right. but, you know, it becomes. <laughs> like the Rambo sequels. Yeah, well, it's just, you know, the first one's about, you know, the, it's a, he's trying to get vengeance for what happened. I don't want to spoil he's, it. Cause he's uh, puppy. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows that. I'm <laughs> assuming. Number three has a great, I don't know. Have I, have you talked, I haven't talked about number three at all, have I yet? Go, go see you it. You're talking listens. about it now.
3: No, no, no. no, no I this just this is, weeks. This is just the segment sure
1: where if. you're talking about number three. I wasn't sure if I talked about yep. it previously. Well, it, it's very good. I liked it. Uh, it was a great scene where uh, I'm not going to say who or anything like that, but somebody's dog gets injured hmm. and, uh, and then they lose They fucking lose it. And John Wick's like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. is fucking great. And yeah. I can't tell if- Because like, John Wick as a character is very kind of stoic. He doesn't speak much. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Keanu Reeves is probably like that. Yeah, so, I imagine uh,
3: too.
1: Like, performance-wise, acting-wise, it's not a big challenge for him. But then you watch him in the fight scenes and it's like, fuck, man. Who the fuck else does that? Uh, yeah, like Unless you're right. an
3: actual martial arts expert. Well, I guess he is now. He, yeah, that's right. Essentially. But, you know, this, the John Wick movies are directed by his fucking stunt double. You're right. I didn't know that, actually. I think it was his stunt double on The Matrix or on one of his earlier films. And obviously, he did a lot of his own martial arts and that, too. But yeah. he had a stunt double that was like, fuck, I've got an idea for a movie. I'll tell you about it one day.
1: Like, there are fight scenes in, in, in all of them, but particularly in the third one where I'm just like, fuck, man. He's like in his mid-50s at this point. Yeah. And, like, how? How is he doing that? Like he's just fucking insane. There's like a scene in a in a antique weapons store where, where they're just fucking grabbing shit off the walls, and it's like, like, oh man, the co- the, the the fight choreography and everything is just so good. Like, oh man, okay, I got to catch up on two this week. It's, I, I was like laughing out loud at some stuff because it's just so over the top. It's pretty great. I um also watched. Another film that I, I know I messaged you guys about this, uh, and I, I forgot to put in the spreadsheet, but there's a film that we watched. Someone at, at Jenna's work said we should check it out. It's called okay. uh, Always Be My Maybe, I think it's called. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Hannah watched it and loved yeah, it. Yeah, I it's, watched it and
1: loved it. It's really good. Okay. It's a—it's it's really good. Uh at, at, like, on its own, it's really good. And I actually forgot, because I was enjoying it so much, that there was a particular reason that I was watching it. Sure. And that was a cameo. Also, from And that turned up as a surprise for you That's a cameo from Keanu Reeves, which is fucking hilarious. So-
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I've seen that himself. scene. himself in it?
3: Yeah. He's playing- He's Keanu yeah. Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've seen that scene online. Um, and it's pretty uh-huh. funny, even not knowing the context of it. But does it does it work in the context of the movie?
1: Yeah, it does.
3: That's great. It, yeah, because are
1: you, it's actually he's in it for quite a quite a while. Like you've oh, seen the okay. restaurant I scenes only, that we're talking I only about. Saw,
3: yeah, a restaurant scene, but I only saw his entrance into a restaurant. Oh No, it gets,
1: I don't want to spoil anything. It's it's right, really I'll good. C- I'll catch up. Like they yeah, fucking they go back to his fucking apartment. Like it's, oh, it goes okay. it goes on for a bit, and it's
3: it's really funny. So. Yeah, right, check I'm it out, in. listeners. That's a good, and a, yeah, it's a good movie. Okay, yeah, I'll watch it for sure. It's it's in my list. It's definitely, it's in my list on the old Netflix. A um, couple of things, a couple of things in the list on Netflix, my, the new Katie Sackhoff movie, uh, Another Life. Oh. Looking forward to seeing that. Haven't watched it yet.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I've started to watch that and then I've realised, no, I'm going to have to focus on okay. this. But that's good. No, that's, that's good. Yeah. Hmm.
3: I was hoping it was going to be uh, you have to focus on it and not a uh, mm-hmm. do this while you're doing the ironing. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but uh, but I've been mostly focusing on dark, and I have one more episode to go, which I will watch tonight. Mm-hmm. Fuck me, this is good. B- between uh, Stranger Things and this, like, it is a good time to be a fan of like weird fiction, cosmic horror, and. Like, it's- there's just great, great stories out there right now.
1: Yeah. So, you put in here- you've got one episode to go, so don't spoil it. But I actually- I think we've only watched one episode of it and
3: realised we've got no fucking idea what's going on anymore. Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) no, no. Let me give you some advice because I watched the first first episode of season two and was like, fuck me. I've not taken on board a lot of stuff from season one. Because if you haven't watched it yet, folks- uh, it, it is a mind fuck. It is very, very complex. The, yeah, the story is very uh, intricate,
1: and and there's yeah. a lot of shit you got to ch- ch- with characters. And I find this is I diff- have trouble with this yeah. in in a book that I'm reading as well because the names are foreign. I have a lot. Mm. It's difficult for me to remember them,
3: and I get confused yeah. when because you can't rap. just be like that guy with the German name. Exactly. they're all, yeah. they're all that and, guy. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I actually think if, if you want the real, the, the, the proper experience of it, you need like a chart up on your wall, <laughs> you know, with like <laughs> yeah. printouts of the people and who they are because without getting anything away, you see people, the same characters in different years, played by different yeah. actors. So you, you really do have to get along. I was about four episodes in where I realised, no, nah, I'm not following this at all. <laughs> and I went back to YouTube and, and I watched somebody do like a 30-minute breakdown of season one again and kind of pieced some things together that hadn't really clicked in my brain and enjoyed the second half of the season much more for having understood. Okay. Um, so I would do that. Just go back, watch a recap, yeah. um, just, just, just kind of get your, oh, moments out of the way now. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, cause yeah. Because this, this season is great. It's really good.
0: I, uh, See, I, yeah. I don't think I could do it. At I, I all? think yeah, I th- yeah, no, I think it's Luke, too complex you've for me. So it up now, okay?
3: Give it a chance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, maybe. New <laughs> Luke yeah, just, might just, enjoy just, it.
3: <laughs> look, if not, it's still just beautifully produced and you can just let it kind of wash over you and kind of enjoy the um you know, the the concept of it and, and, and just the yeah. beauty of the, the, the way it's f- so photographed and
0: yeah, the to music, amazing stuff like music, what I know yeah. I like. Because, like, yeah, like, I haven't even watched The Expanse Season 3 yet. I haven't watched The Expanse Season 1 and Season 4 now. comes out. Because yeah, I have to pay no. attention to
1: it. I can't, and and yeah, go is not Expanse. interested in
0: it. <laughs> so <laughs> I have to watch it by myself. But I don't have time. Oh, that's a shame because, like, The Expanse is great. And it's, like, there's different stories happening at the same time. Mm. Sort of all... Mm. Around the same thing, but coming at different angles. What's happening elsewhere in the the solar system? It's great. Right. That's on my list, Ex-pans. but I haven't watched a single one yet. So that's mm. that's about I need Luke to catch doing the
1: podcast. Nude.
3: The X pants. <laughs> yep. X pants. <Yeah. laughs> Latin. No pants. <laughs> X pantus. <laughs> oh, did I? Did I? Did I tell you? Um, I, when I was in LA a few weeks ago, um, there was a there was a uh, we we were in the fucking some real industrial district, I don't know my way around LA that well, but um, factories and warehouses and shit. And mm. there was one warehouse uh, that's logo was a T-Rex, right? <laughs> okay. okay yeah. Fine. And the, the name, though, was um, King Tyrannosaur. And it was like, <laughs> you can just see the <laughs> meeting- where somebody was like, what's a Tyrannosaurus rex? Oh, it means means king, king tyrant. Oh, king of the lizards. What is that? Yeah. Yeah, it's Latin. Yeah. Tyrannosaurus rex literally means terrible lizard king. Yeah. Not uh, a lot of people in LA speak Latin. Um, just translate it into English. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> you can't just have fucking- Everyone knows what a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex is. (laughs) If you you translate it into English, now it's confusing. Mm. Is
1: is Tyrannosaurus Rex public domain now? It's been several million years, Mm. I think,
3: right? I'm still waiting for Popeye to become public domain so i don't know maybe t- maybe the t- you t- got t- plans for him have you <laughs> made up got <laughs> got got a lot of plans for popeye and you know what that popeye there's, script Is, there's do, i do <laughs> made i do i've got popeye ready to go and the um the copyright laws are different in the united states to what they are in europe i could go to europe right now and do a popeye movie without <laughs> any license <laughs> let's do it right i go to america can't release it Three weeks time. Let's film it. (laughs) Yeah. In Europe. Popeye goes to Paris. Late Popeye.
1: (laughs) Popeye. Fucking hell. Remember that Robin
3: Williams Popeye movie? Oh, I tried to rewatch that a few years ago. It's it's not good. I liked that quite a lot when I was a kid and I don't think I want to watch it again. Mate, it's so bizarre. Like if you're high one night, maybe watch it. But Mm. like. It has no value as just as a movie.
1: <laughs> do you know what I remembered uh I actually read something about it. Uh oh, you know what it, it, was, it was actually to do with stars as well. This is gonna be a weird fucking segue. <laughs> okay. But um you know people often say that Watto is a kind of Jewish stereotype. I'm sure yeah. you've probably heard that. Um, but yeah Well he's he's a he's a fake in the Jew kind of character from yeah. um, uh, Oliver Twist. Oliver Twist. And I w- and then I thought back to, there is an Oliver Twist film, right? And I can't figure out which one it is, but it's from when I yep. was a kid, right? And it's the one- You know how the, the guy gets knocked mm. into the fucking mud at one point and sinks? Does anyone, anyone, do you know what I'm talking about?
3: You're not thinking of the never-ending story, are you? No, 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 no. No, no, no. It's- You know, there's the guy who beats his
1: wife in Oliver Twist, right? Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I'm-
3: yeah, no, yeah, I and cannot The like, husband of the, the girl, yeah. Yeah, and he's trying you know, to kill
1: name. one or more of the kids at one point. Like I said, it's been a very long time. And there's a sequence where he gets knocked into, like, a river or something, and he sinks. And it, it, I found it really scary when I was a kid. Yeah, and right. I can't, and I was like, it's one of those scenes where I'm like, I want to find it on YouTube and just see- Just watch it just to see- Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've like oh, so scene at the end of Superman 3 that used to scare the shit
3: out of me. Which one? Watch All the- of Superman 3 is fucking terrifying. When, when he's sitting there into flicking the robot. The fucking- Oh, yeah, that's terrible. I'm fucking frightened when Superman's in a bar getting drunk and flicking peanuts at bottles. And fights himself. <laughs> it's fucking terrifying.
1: <laughs> I've forgotten about Superman
3: that gets drunk and then fights Clark Kent. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. Clark right, like right. appears I mean, out of him, out. and then they fight. Yeah, it's fucking right. yeah. that's half that and the other half of the movie is lot. fucking Richard Pryor doing one-liners. It's the weirdest movie ever. Until <laughs> Superman for the quest for peace. When I'm drunk is the only time I'm not fighting myself. <laughs> I believe that. So speaking of things you can find on YouTube, it the is. other the other day I was uh, as at home with Huey. And I can't remember how this came up. I, 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 I can't remember how this came up. But, but, but I said, yep. if, you, if you ever need to find water in the desert, capture yourself a monkey, feed it salt, <laughs> and then follow it to the closest, you know, source of water. And she just okay. looked at me like I was fucking what? insane. And was that's like, how Luke's looking at you now. Yeah, the <laughs> that's right. Through the ether, I really She am. was just like that was fucking gibberish and i was like no no step no step no, no. one capture I saw, a monkey <laughs> i saw a documentary when i was like 5 years old and like a le- and she was like are you sure this wasn't a looney tunes cartoon and i said no 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 it's a legit documentary it was like richard attenborough or somebody and david attenborough maybe not richard attenborough but um but she was like no there's no way and i'm yeah 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 you capture you capture a monkey by giving it candy and then she's like what you you fucking you're insane. You've you've literally had you've had a stroke and you've gone crazy. Um, <laughs> where are you getting the candy from? But yeah, candy. We you, 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 you got a lot got of, of questions. You got a lot of questions, guys, to, and I'm, pre- trap, I'm prepared to answer all of them by I've got pasting the link and I've got the bottle of salt into the show notes for this week. <laughs> I googled right monkey yeah. salt water documentary. And voila, a couple of things I got slightly wrong. It wasn't a monkey. It was a baboon. And uh, (laughs) so it's an ape. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I was five, man. I don't know the difference between the primates. Okay. At five years old. Desert ape. Why is a baboon in the
1: desert with you?
3: Because you're in in the grasslands and savannas of Africa. It wasn't strictly desert. Right. Sure. I'm not in. Yeah. I'm not in Death Valley, California, Matt. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay, this is making a bit more sense now. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't candy that you feed it. You feed it like um beetle nuts or something. But the the voiceover says They'd be small, wouldn't they? <laughs> the voiceover says the monkey eats them up like candy. And so as a kid, <laughs> I just remembered it. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah, but honest to god, this fucking African bushman catches this baboon, <laughs> right, and uh, and force feeds it salt and waits till it's thirsty as fuck, and then, and uh, follows, then follows it to, it to water.
0: water. Yeah,
3: follows it to this beautiful oasis that I'm not entirely sure why he didn't know was there. Oh, <laughs> that if whole if he is lived, there. If he lives in this area, yeah. But if anyone wants I mean, to know, I'll um I'll paste it in. Don't the show notes. baboons just
1: fucking rip you to pieces?
3: <laughs> well, a big one might. A little cute one, answer. wouldn't
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, but if you're giving it candy. <laughs> he's not giving it
3: candy. He's giving it Beatles nuts. <laughs> salt. Salt. <laughs> just beat it some salt.
1: Just, oh, just give fair. everyone
3: what they want, mate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've got sad news this week, guys. We've got some sad news. We have a geek of the week. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not going to be allowed this one to be vetoed.
0: I'm sorry, Luke. I don't- I- don't think there's any way I could veto this one. Rutger Hauer has died.
3: <sighs> Rutger Hauer kind suddenly of died, Matt.
1: Out of nowhere.
3: Well, I mean, that's that's
1: what death is, isn't it? I suppose so. What, what, what do you mean he can't have died? Now,
3: for listeners who may not know who that is, is there anyone who doesn't know who Rutger Hauer is? Well, the people that don't know what a dark room is probably don't know who Rutger Hauer is. Yeah, interesting.
1: Well, he's he's an actor. Uh, and he played Roy Batty, uh, one of my favourite characters in film, in uh, in Blade Runner, and he played uh, mm-hmm. uh, the main character in Lady Hawk. And yes, he played the hobo in the hobo, the hobo with the shotgun movie called Hobo with a Shotgun. <laughs> yes, and uh, <laughs> yeah,
3: the three classic films of <laughs> <Yeah>. Roy <Rochella's laughs> career. Yeah, wasn't he? He was the hitchhiker in Hitchhiker, right? Oh yes, okay, he was.
1: He going way back uh, for that one. And he was in, uh, he was in a bunch of movies.
3: Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. he Dutch was in a ton of from things. From the 80s, uh, flamboyant, and uh, just an amazing dramatic actor and improviser. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the, the, the
1: famous line, possibly the most famous line from Blade Runner, uh, the, you know, his Tears in Rain monologue. Mm-hmm. He wrote that himself. The, yeah. The uh, evening
3: before, I believe, the, the shoot. And that's clout, too, because I think if you're on a Ridley Scott movie, just knowing what I know about Ridley Scott, and if you Mm, walk up to him and go, your script is great, Ridley, no one's denying that. But I've actually rewritten the scene, and I'd like to do it my way. Um, Yeah. That's probably not going to go well for you.
0: And especially, like, being- uh, I just knocked this up last night. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not rooting for you. Imagine you've got to gotta the have,
1: you, you gotta have the goods, right? Like, you walk up yeah. to Betty Scott and you're like, "Reels, I've, I've got an idea for the scene. And, like, just imagine <laughs> his, his look, like, go on.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, you better, you better okay. say something fucking good. Yeah, this- Yeah. I, I better cry or ejaculate at what you're <laughs> about will, to tell me. He will drop you <laughs> like he dropped Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except for one shot, which is still clearly Kevin Spacey, which I thought was bizarre <laughs> that still got left in that movie. Uh, I didn't see, I haven't seen that. But, uh, yeah, it's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. Yeah, Rekke
1: RIP. It's just a shame. I mean, he was still working. He was actually in the middle of a shoot, I think, and he got Aww. sick.
3: And, uh, Do we know what he, he got sick away? with, Matt? I'm not, I'm not uh, implying anything. I just. I don't know exactly. A short illness. I don't think we okay. know the details, but he was short illness. Shit, I've got that. <laughs> <laughs> he was.
1: <laughs> oh, damn
3: it!
1: Was- Forty 75- years from now,
3: I could be dead. Yeah, seventy-five. <laughs> so you've got a little while to go. Okay, he did all right. Um, sorry, boys. My, yeah, my dog just came in and opened my door. I'm going to close the door. Give me one sec. Clever girl. All right, buddy. You're around. <laughs> Matt, I just want to take you back to Popeye for a moment, if I can. Sure. Um, because I know that you really love pieces of art that become garbage when they're just abandoned <laughs> in public spaces, right? Sure. You've, you've, got a, you've got a bit of a chip on your shoulder about, about that particular subject, I know. Um, <laughs> the <on>. Popeye <laughs> village was built to scale in Malta to shoot that movie on. Really? Um, and then when they finished- they just, they just walked away. It. So do we
1: have any- Are there any pictures of this abandoned Popeye village? Or? Oh, there absolutely
3: are. Um, do they, people live there? No, I think that's <laughs> maybe what they thought. They thought, look, we can just walk away from this village and villagers will assemble there. Um, but that is not what happened. But it is a tourist attraction for this town. Oh, yeah, so. look at it.
2: Huh.
1: Oh, you've seen it? It's got its own yeah, Wikipedia. I just, yeah, I just Googled. They've I just built a really fucking city. Really want to city. go
0: there.
3: Yeah. For that, for that piece of shit
1: like a, movie. They built a whole yeah, city.
3: That's right. That's bizarre. People uh, that want to have a Popeye and olive oil themed wedding often go there. I mean, look yeah. it's how actually many quite people- beautiful. Yeah, I know. They they call it an open air museum, but what I mean what it is is just a fucking abandoned movie set. But
0: <laughs> how many <laughs> yeah, people yeah, are fantastic. wanting a Popeye and olive oil wedding? <laughs> yeah. That's a very good question,
3: well, you know. <laughs>
1: I want a Bluto-themed wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
3: going to kidnap some woman and marry her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Against her will. Yeah. Uh, Classic. Ah, uh, kids cartoons of <laughs> the fucking 30s.
1: <laughs> so, um, D- Rebecca, how is Geek of the Week. So, I've got to play the jingle. And I'm Yes, on. yes. <laughs> that reminded me of something this week I don't think we ever talked about. Uh, have you guys both? I know Dan. You've seen Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Have you seen it, Luke? I have. Yeah. No, not yet. All right. I mean, right. this is this is going to be a spoiler, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Although, sorry. Right, oh, remember, I'm like, fine with spoilers. All right, fine. So, like, uh, reward the audience. Potential Blade Runner twenty forty nine spoiler here. Right at the end of Blade Runner twenty forty nine, there is a sequence where I walked away thinking, K. Ryan Gosling's character. Had died, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Yep. Apparently that, that was not obvious to people, okay. a lot of people online. And then looking back at it, I mean, I guess it's not that obvious, except for- But for one thing, right? And I'm going to show you what that one thing is right now. Okay. You hear that? Yeah. That's why I think he died. Yeah, because, and yeah, I'm like, rec- is that a, a really what it is? Is that what it is? That's because that's the music from when Batty dies. Yeah, but if you don't remember or haven't seen the first one, you, I guess, you just wouldn't make that connection.
0: And wasn't there a lot of people who actually went and saw the second one just because it was like the big thing, and then just when and went, oh, they did not oh, like, yeah. it. Oh, no I, idea what was I'm happening. Almost certain Every, that would be. Everyone in bad my
3: office went and seen it, not knowing. What it was, and they all fucking hated it. Of course, yeah, I bet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because even the Blade Runner, it's it's a great movie, but it's also the, very different. It asks it's very slow,
1: and <laughs> yes, the second it's very one conceptual. Yeah, and the second one, cont- I, I feel like I loved it because it. I mean, we talked about this ad nauseum, but it continued the tone and the feel. I thought really well, which if you're used to modern films. It's probably yeah. a little bit slow and boring for you, but I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, so but I, if you watch that scene with no audio, it's actually not
3: obvious. He just sits down and has a nap. Like, it's, <laughs> it's not obvious that he's dying I mean, <laughs> he, at all. He does, but it's, it's the end of the movie. He's realised a lot of stuff about himself. No spoilers. Yeah. And he uh, is ready to just lay down and have a nap. Yeah. But he just he he sits down on the any. steps in the snow and then it cuts to Harrison Ford. But and then without the Harrison music, Ford, not not Deckard, Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> he's he's standing there with Calista Flockhart.
0: And he's like, yeah. well, I hope you enjoyed the movie. Yeah.
3: Actually, I don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he really doesn't. Stay tuned for
3: me recurring wow. the character of Regarding Henry. A great performance by
1: Brian. Brian Grosling. <laughs> I <love that> <laughs> he always gets Brian Grosling's name wrong in interviews on purpose. Have you seen man, that? I, Yeah,
3: <laughs> I have. Uh, Harrison Ford is fucking great. Yeah, he's fantastic. I, I, ever since I saw him do, was it Kimmel or something, where Chewie was in the audience? Yes, that's right. I, like, like, that's when I knew, like, not only is he the greatest actor who ever lived, but he's just the greatest man who ever lived, full stop.
1: But if you watch the old interviews, right, when people, people used to say he was grumpy and, like- he was like you know, I don't know, mm. kind of a, a pain. But if you watch them, he's not. He's just no, funny, he's like sarcastic as fuck. Yeah, yeah, and he just doesn't give a shit. Like you, he he doesn't care about any of the like Hollywood bullshit. Like even in the the newer interviews, like oh you know you're Hansel, you're Indiana Jones. He's like yeah 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 yeah. Like he just doesn't. Yeah. He's not interested. <laughs> yeah, but like, like thirty just, years. I'm
3: bored yeah, of that. Yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah, yep. yeah whatever. Like I feel like he's just always been like that, and so. He doesn't buy into all that stuff. And he, like you said, he's just a sarcastic shit. So the old interviews are actually yeah. really funny. I think he was just ahead of his time, like, with that style of just dry fucking humour. Like, he was just fucking around, but people thought he was being grumpy.
2: Yeah,
0: but uh, I he don't won't be know. around much longer, according to Luke. No. Jesus. No. I still- Yeah. He may not go this year, but- Oh, God. It's, <laughs> it's soon. It's sooner rather than later. Oh, oh. God.
1: Sorry, the final piece of Rutger Hauer Geek of the Week news is that Broy uh, Batty died in 2019, and so did Rutger Hauer. Holy so,
3: shit, you're right. Yep. So oh, that's oh my God. a thing that happened. I wonder if just <laughs> as he was about to die, he was like, put me up on the roof. His family <laughs> yeah. were like, what? Is, like that, is imagine- it raining? Uh, it might rain. Put me up on the fucking roof. I've if so, not, just get the hose out. <laughs> believe. I really hope he said that before he went. Oh, um, yeah.
1: He's fucking excellent in it. So when you good.
3: rewatch that movie, Matt, mm. and also Luke. Which do version watch, do you watch? Yeah, do you watch Final Cut or do you yeah. watch Director's Cut or do you watch Cinematic? I usually I watch like- Generally speaking,
1: especially if I'm going to show somebody it or watch it with people who aren't as familiar, I watch the final cut because I feel like mm. it's the most complete and yeah, uh, you know. Uh,
0: Which this version. is what like well, this has got one of the weirdest uh, director's cuts that because the director's cut's actually shorter. Well, and, and he didn't. Well, the, the, the director had nothing director's to cut. do with it.
3: Yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> like Ridley yeah. Scott didn't. He at that point, I think he was like, you know what, fuck you, yeah. because. They'd already messed up the theatrical cut so much
3: that he- uh, he No, the director's cut came first, chronologically. Oh, is that true? A a rough working print that he had, that he'd done- Basically, a rough assembly. And then he had shown that to the studio. And that was the cut that the studio saw when they said, no, change this, add all this stuff in, put a voiceover, explain this, explain that. And Mm. then- And so then he made the real movie- But then there was this other cut that was around and that like film students would play it and stoners would play it. And then finally the studio were like, maybe we could make some cash off this and released it as the director's cut. And I think it was the first time that phrase had been used Right. and uh, it's, you know, it's now been coined. But that's why he made the final cut because he was like, no, no, the director's cut was not like my definitive version. Yeah. That was my rough assembly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's—I
1: mean, I've read articles def- like not in defense, but like people enjoy the theatrical version more. And I'm like, that's interesting, just because. Look, well, yeah, I feel like knowing that it was not, you know, how it was intended to be, I—I I wouldn't. Mm. Like, I, That's always going to be a barrier to me enjoying it. But no, I, I sure. Feel like I but that said,
3: again, but but you're only assuming that Ridley Scott knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Uh, but- there's always notes from the studio. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, it, sure. It, it, it's the director's, you know, first cut, rough cut, rough assembly is, is not necessarily always going to be the best. you still got to take no. notes. I and mean, we've famously, you know, talked about how Star Wars was an absolute unwatchable <laughs> piece of <laughs> yeah. shit. You know what yeah. I mean? On its rough cut. That mm. doesn't mean, like, oh, that's the most pure version. No, no, no. It was just still going through some things and, like, if, if a whole bunch of people at the studio watched that movie and were like, none of us know what the fuck is going on, please mm. put a voiceover in. I mean, it's not like the voiceover stood out. It was a detective noir, and detective noirs have a voiceover. So. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, it fit with the theme. When you read or listen to that book I was talking about that I can't mm. remember the name of. No, I already remember, I did remember it, How Star Wars Conquered the Universe. You hear about the, uh, you know, the, the
3: original drafts of Star Wars and what everyone thought of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic It's quite interesting Did you ever buy that big coffee table book The Making of Star Wars No No I want to It was fantastic And you should buy it And it has mm. all the drafts Oh the early very drafts, good Complete yeah. Or as complete as they are Yeah a- Along with all the early artworks It's an amazing book Because the, the,
1: the plots are summarised in, in the, the audiobook mm. You're listening to And it's just like the early ones are just like Fuck man
3: <laughs> Did you guys ever, I think it was Dark Horse, released one of the early drafts as a comic book and you could see what it was going to be. Oh, play. yeah. And they, and they that, based yeah. all of the- Yeah, I have that too. They based all the, yeah. the artwork on old Ralph McQuarrie's old drawings yep. where yeah. you know Han is an old man and is this slimy green thing. Yeah. I, that, I bought it for nostalgia, but then when you read it, it's got nothing to do with Star Wars, so it doesn't feel- You know, you don't feel was, anything when you read it. There's a draft
1: of Star Wars where Luke- Uh, I think, I don't know, they don't specify whether the name was changed or not, but Luke Skywalker is a woman because um, people were giving him shit about the fact that American Graffiti only followed up on the male characters at the end. Like it had like a kind of a post, like, this is what happened to everybody. And then the women were just (laughs) ignored. (laughs) And so he was like, shit. (laughs) People were making fun of him for it.
3: Wow. He
1: was like, well, maybe I'll make- Luke. And there's a, there is one Ralph Macquarie painting that shows Luke as a, as a female character. Yes. That survives. Yeah. And that's why. Well, because there was a period think, where that was going to be how it was.
3: Except the name wasn't Luke, obviously. Well, it, it doesn't. I think maybe it was. No, I think the name was Deak back okay, then. Okay, sure. D-E-A-K, Deak. Oh, because Luke was the general. That's right. Yeah. So, I think the, the hero was called Deke when it was a man and a woman. Right. Alternatively. Mm. And that really famous what Ralph Macquarie painting that you see with Darth Vader fighting Luke. And yes. Luke's got that respirator on. Yeah. That's not Luke. That's no. Deke.
1: Yeah. That's pre-Luke. And uh, apparently, Darth Vader wasn't supposed to have a full helmet. He was supposed to have, like, a samurai style Headdress with, like, cloth over his
3: face. But then Ralph Macquarie oh. was like,
1: nah, I got this.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, those little, those little bubbles on the back of Stormtroopers are holsters for lightsabers. That's yeah. how Ralph Macquarie drew it. Yeah. Luke, Sorry, Craig.
1: In, yeah. Yes. Sorry, Craig. Luke, in science fiction news this week, you, you've you been touched
3: by uh, a science fiction <laughs> star.
0: I am. I am now a fif- officially a roughneck. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so um, I was pretty fucking impressed by this. Um, <laughs> Jenna was fucking impressed. Yeah, so I, I'm woke up, I woke up to just see a message saying, Luke, never wash your Instagram again. <laughs> and uh, I went straight to Instagram and it took me a while even before I saw it. But then I saw it. Luke, why don't you, why don't you fill us in what happened?
0: Well, San Diego Comic Con was just on mm-hmm. and there they announced a new pop final, which was Johnny Rico from Starship Troopers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm a, I am ai love Starship Troopers. Yeah. I don't mind yeah. pop finals. I'm not running out to buy pop finals, especially when they're full price. But, <laughs> sure. But this one I, I saw and I went, <laughs> I have to have this one. Uh-huh. So I went, I found a, I managed to find the one that had at the store and then I went, came back to work, put a po- poster on, a picture on Instagram. I went, I'll tag Casper Van Dien. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when I woke up, he's liked the photo and commented, hashtag, welcome to the Roughnecks. Oh, of all the things he could have commented, too, that is just so
3: amazing. Yeah. He and just yeah, fucking so loves Starship Troopers, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. why wouldn't he? A, it's a great movie. Yes. B, mm. it's like the only movie anyone remembers him from except for maybe that <laughs> sm-
0: small role in Sleepy Hollow. I was going to say Sleepy Hollow, man. Yeah. <laughs> He, he's done some other things, but, yeah, that's, yeah, really, yeah, is the one that everyone remembers him for is Starship Troopers. Mm. Yes. And he was um, also in one of the sequels. He was in Starship yes, Troopers in Order. Yeah.
3: Wasn't he married to a princess at one stage? Oh, I feel like that is true. I yeah, believe I, he was. I believe he was married to a princess. And it was only after their marriage collapsed that he came back and did this uh <laughs> Starship Troopers sequel.
0: <laughs> Alright. It's quite possible. Yeah, he's now married to um a cosplayer called Jenny Lou, I believe. Okay. Oh.
3: He's married cool. to a cosplayer. Does she pl- cosplay as the redhead from uh <laughs> Because she cosplays as Denise Denise Richards
0: (laughs) Yeah No, I believe she's famous for cosplaying as Wonder Woman Oh, okay Sure I believe I get all my information from Instagram
1: (laughs) It's regular (laughs) news (laughs) Yeah Instagram Of all places
3: Well, you're free to interpret the news as you wish (laughs) Exactly Because it's just an hmm. image so just to, just to fill in, and, uh, you know, there could be people yelling at their iPods right now. Um, he was married iPods. to Catherine Oxenberg. Yeah, I know. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> you're, lucky, you're lucky I didn't say Sony Walkman, right? <laughs> people yelling <laughs> at their the radios. <laughs> <laughs> yelling at the wireless. Um, Catherine Oxenberg, who is an actress from the 80s dynasty, soap opera, and also the princess of Yugoslavia.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Huh. Yeah, because okay. it does feel that, like Casper did go away for a little bit and then has sort of come back tenfold. He's, um... After the divorce. Yeah. We're good on him. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I don't mind him. I think he's... He's a character. Yes, he does certainly. He does certainly, certainly is. A character. Mm. Although not really a character actor, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> No, he's someone I would like to meet one day. Yeah. Rutger
3: Hauer I would have liked to have met.
0: Seems like uh, I could you could enjoy a beer with him.
3: With Casper Van Dien or Rutger Hauer?
0: I'll go for a beer with anyone at this stage. <laughs>
3: imagine that. Imagine imagine Luke just turned up at a pub, looking around, it's quite crowded, only one seat left. He's like, sorry fellas, do you mind if I sit here? And it's Casper Van Dien. And (laughs) Rodger Well, They're both both Dutch sounding names, aren't they? Yeah. And he's like, well, what will we talk about? Clogs. (laughs) (laughs) Windmills.
1: And (laughs) Zwartpiet.
3: That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it then please subscribe and items to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next
2: time.